my story, it's sad but true It's about a girl that I once knew She took my love, then ran around With every single guy in town What's up everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 117. As always, I'm Jim. Mike. I'm Adrian. <laughs> Our intro song. It's a great shout out to all the hosts. It goes back, doesn't it? 1950s it does, there. Good old Dion. You know, I feel like every single woman that was named Sue at that time, you know, just got incessantly made fun of and was talked about about. Oh, constantly. Do we have a song like that now where it's just like an individual's name that a has name? just been... I mean, Karen, but it's not from a song. Right, it's not a song. Let me think. I mean, Karen's pretty bad. I think Karen's the worst name in terms of pop culture. Yeah, it's it's developed into the worst name you could give anybody, any female at least. Yeah. You could even give it to a male. In, 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 in current times, there's been yeah. other worse names. There can be a male Karen, there can be a female Karen. Are, what are male Karens called? Aren't they like Chad's? No, I think, I think that, it's a Chad. That's another subgenre right? of personality there with the Chad. That's like the guy that's at the Slayer concert with the monster tattoo and he's punching holes in drywall. You know? <laughs> Do you ever mosh pit? No, no, no. You well, never yeah, mosh yeah, pit? Yeah, well, sure, yeah. you did when you were in high school. I thought you meant do like I that. now? No. No, no God, no. I would, I'd be so sore the next day. But yes, I did a lot. Back in the day, I did. Quite a bit. Did you just sit on the edge and like kick people as they got close to you, or did you go all in, swing in, and just mainly pushing? I, I see now people in mosh pits will like do this windmill thing with their arms and just yeah. knock the shit out of whoever's in their bubble or close proximity, and then they you know do some Bruce Lee kicks and shit. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. I mean, it's yeah. always been brutal, but I, I feel like it's even more rambunctious i guess i was only a part of one big like where they separate everybody and then you run together i was only a part of one i've seen some like massive uh, ones at concerts where it's like it looks like there's two to three hundred people that are involved in it this was like still a, a lubbock venue that there was maybe a hundred of us doing it well speaking of concerts joseph's at the uh old blink 182 concert joseph and amos did yeah. you you didn't go to that concert did you when they came here no no I didn't either. I'm not a big enough Blink-182 fan to want to pay money to see them live. Joseph <laughs> has got some dedication to his Blink-182 fan. All three are back in the band. When they came here, it was only Mark, Travis, and Matt Skiba. Right, right. And 66% so Tom DeLong was, cut it. wasn't in at that time. Now they're back on tour, so their tour is pretty big. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a call from them later Where on. Where are they at? Dallas. Okay. First American Airlines. Center. That's good. I didn't know yeah. if they had to go unces- un- unnecessarily far. Dallas is a good. Have you ever done any suicide trips to Dallas? I've done a couple. They're not very fun. They were like the first time just to get the. You know, I've done a suicide trip thing, but the older I get, I can't do that. Oh God, no! I don't like suicide trips to Lubbock. I don't like going to Lubbock for one day and then coming back. Oh no! That's how uncomfortable I am with day trips like that. Adrian, went, you've been traveling lately. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, last month I went to, and and hopefully I pronounce this right because they get really mad when you don't. Louisville, yeah. I believe is the correct pronunciation. In Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So my my brother lives, <clears throat> and it, well he lives in Eminence, which is 
I'm about 45 minutes outside of Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> I think I got it right. So Louisville. Is it? If they're saying Louisville, they yeah. will immediately try to correct you. Are on, they on the nice correct, about it, or is it? Is it kind of nice, like a? They're nice about it, but they will correct you on the on on the pronunciation. Interesting. Of it. Does it? So does that rule just fit in with their general like uh, accent? Like, is they're all? Yeah, I like think they that's don't what lo- it is. Like Louisville. It's, just, it's they're they're more southern than they are Midwest. So so yeah. Yeah, they are um, under the Mason Dixon line. Did you <clears throat> get some whiskey? No, I'm not a whiskey drinker. So, um, and of course, this was a, a family kind of trip. So, I mean, there was kids and stuff. So, I mean, uh, we didn't get to do like the bourbon trail or anything like that. Nice. Um, <clears throat> we went to a Louisville Bats game though, uh, which was really cool. Um, and then we just kind of hung out. Um, I, I they they actually just recently opened a new Top Golf, and my nephew works there, and he's going to U of L. Uh, so he's working at Top Golf, going to school, and he gets like mad discounts at Top Golf. No, I'm jealous. And if anybody has ever been to Top Golf, you know how expensive it is. So yeah, I've been once. Like we played for two hours, ordered all this food, and we paid like thirty eight bucks because of all of his <laughs> discounts. Okay, so I've never <laughs> been to Top Golf. So what is an hour? Okay, well, so we'll go, we'll go if, two hours. What should it have cost you? Um, just for the playing, it's about forty. It's about forty dollars an hour. Okay. So I mean, if you play two hours, you're looking at eighty bucks. Yeah. Was that per person? That's or per. Is it... That's per person. That's oh, not wow. for a group. That's per person. Yeah. So Fuck now, you, and that's and that's if you go into like if that's if you go in like the later evening. If you go during the day, you're probably looking at about twenty five dollars an hour. Oh, okay. But still, still you would, you'd rather go at night. That's more of an, an evening activity. Right. I could get drunk. Dude. Well, and I mean, and if I'm going to pay $40 to golf, I'd rather, I mean, that's how much it costs to golf on an actual big golf course. Yeah, exactly. With a cart. I'm going to be paying 40 around yeah. around $40, maybe a little more. <clears throat> and, you know, here at Top Golf, you're just, it's just a driving range. So you're literally just paying $40 an hour just to smack a ball around. Are there games? Yes. That you play? Yeah, so yeah. There, there's like different games that you can select. Kind of like when you go bowling now, there, there are different versions of, of the game mm-hmm. built into itself that you can kind of earn more points for. And really? Stuff. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't know. I thought you just kinda walked like up that. and still threw the ball. It depends. And it, it, It's kind of like that with this. We do have, it's not a top golf, but it's like a golf simulator bar party area. It's called West Texas Golf Lounge. They've got four simulators in there, and they've got a bar. And I guess you can buy a membership to it, which is freaking expensive. But if you get a group of people and go, I don't think it'll be that bad. I went for a birthday party, so I have no idea how much it actually costs if we just walk in off the street. But it was a lot of fun at the birthday party. Yeah, it was fun. Different. Yeah. Not something you normally get to do in Amarillo. Right. There's not a yeah. whole lot of variety. I mean, it would be nice if we were to get like a small version of Top Golf. I think that would be a huge hit in Amarillo, especially in that area of town yeah. where it's growing and everything. Lubbock I think they make a killing. Golf. Or yeah, it's, it's very similar yeah. to a Top Golf, but it's not as like high tech. Right. It's not as like modern. Even if we get something that's like low tech, even if it's I mean we got it. Primitive, it's, it's, it's out by Hollywood, right? But but with a little <laughs> bit you, of the luxuries. And then you down, yeah, well, the luxuries are it's got a bar and restaurant right next yeah, yeah. to it. Hey, bar, bar three is awesome, and, and Preston. I've really Preston's driving three. range is fun. Adrian and I went out there the other day. I mean, it's fun too. You can sit there and drink and 
hit balls as well. You don't have all the fancy, you know, little compartments where you can sit and have friends, but it's a lot cheaper. It is a lot cheaper. So shout out Preston. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So what are we starting with tonight? Good old fashioned American sports. All right. So what do we got to start us off tonight? Fourth of July just ended. Yes. Yesterday. And the first thing that always comes to mind every year is the Nathan's hot dog eating <clears throat> challenge with Joey Chestnut at originally it was supposed to happen around noon and they canceled it and everyone was pissed off because of the weather. So they rescheduled it for like two o'clock and I, I actually got, got a chance to watch it the past two fourth of July's. I hadn't watched it, but it's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> I never watched it. It, it just reminds like, you of the good old days. It just reminds me of the tradition of, you know, Oh, it's fourth of July, you know, fireworks are about to be popping off at all hours of the night. People are going to be grilling out. You know, steaks, burgers, hot dogs, all that kind of stuff. Does it remind you of the, I mean, I got this. We we had this. It wasn't around July 4th necessarily always, um, but there was always at least one time of year that like the community would come together and do some kind of, right. and it was always during the summer. July 4th is sometimes when it was, but some kind of big activity. And there was sometimes like a pie eating contest or some kind of contest like that. Yeah. Does it kind of harken back to the old, old America style? Yeah. That, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. But do I have interest in it no i i really don't i don't care about it but it's just one of those things that happens every year that you kind of yeah you know you pay a little bit of attention to yeah but it's disgusting you they freaking dip the uh hot dog buns in water and just shove them down it's a lot it's, like it's gross chugging man. a beer like the guys that can like complete and girls that do it i guess that can completely open up their throats and just down the beer like right. in seconds just they don't even really drink it yeah. isn't that what they do that they like learn how to inhale it so they can inhale it and then cover up their it's so like the dude um, or whatever the badlands dude you you know who that is i've heard of the him. big dude that yeah. just chugs he chugs any form of liquid all right uh sodas alcohol all kinds of stuff but the dude is Insane. He was there too. Oh yeah. yeah. So, but so, how many did he? Eat? What was the winning? I think he ate sixty-two in a minute. In ten minutes, sixty-two hot dogs in ten minutes. Damn. I think his record was, was like seventy-six. I remember Kobayashi yeah. being being a well-known name. Mm-hmm. But he, he's retired. So, how long has Joey Chestnut been the name of competitive Shit, hot dog eating on July Fourth? If I had a guess, what fifteen years maybe. Kobayashi's been more than 15 years? No, how how long he's... I, I thought you meant how long Joey Chestnut's oh, been on his no, run. Oh, no, no. Like, oh, Kobayashi, I don't know. Let me look it up. Joey Chestnut hasn't been like the best in the world, or he is the best in the world? Well, even when Kobayashi was around, it was between those two, but I still think mm-hmm. he edged him out every time. What do you think is more impressive, the, the competitive eating in, in, in terms of a, a fixed time? Or the people that can show up and down like a 72-ounce steak? Oh, man. I would say like a fixed time. Like you have 10 minutes to eat as much as you can. Like as much ice cream as you can. Oh. and Because like, you're, you're just racing against the clock. Yeah. And 10 minutes is not like, you know, for the steak, you get, what, an hour? At, I think so. At the Big Texan. But it's a steak, yeah. But you're not in competition with anybody else except for yourself. Yeah. I would almost want, I don't know, we tried, I tried doing an all-you-can-eat, like, chili dog thing back in high school, and I feel like I went in going really, really confident, and I couldn't eat more than, like, four. 
Dude, it's disgusting. I've never been able to just it, eat a lot when I wanted to. There's a time where your body just starts shutting down and starts having giving you that gag reflex and that sensation of wanting to vomit if you eat too much. And that's what a lot of them do. They like start to, you know, have that sensation and urge to throw up. But yeah, 4th of July. <laughs> we went down that rabbit, rabbit hole with the <laughs> hot dog eating challenge. But what did you guys do for 4th of July? Uh, well, when I think of sports in 4th of July, I always think of baseball. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I went to a um, Sod Poodles game on Monday night. Then they canceled yeah. the one on Sunday and moved it to Monday. Yeah, so I actually went to both games. Uh, Doubleheader? Yeah, I went, nice. I went to um, the first game. It was hot. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was hot that day. Um, but I still had a good time. I took my nephew with me. Um, he's eight years old. Uh, he just started playing baseball this year, and so he's he's growing. The sport is growing on him, and he's never been to a big game like this before. Like he's been, he, the, they live in Lubbock, so he's been to like a Texas Tech game, but he's yeah. never been to like a pro game. And so I took him since he was in town for for the holidays. So I took him, and it was a pretty good experience, other than a few minor things, but. <coughs> It was, Do you want to elaborate well. on those things? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have known me for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that I'm not the type of person to ever pull the race card or to call somebody a racist or anything like that. Right. But I definitely almost, almost anti that. Like yeah. you're just like it. I you never want to make a point of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I definitely felt some racial bias towards my nephew. And uh, basically what happened is, uh, you know, during the first game, which started at four, uh, there really wasn't anybody there at the game. There was the crowd was very, very small. There was a lot of empty seats. And my nephew, along with a bunch of other kids, were doing what kids do. They they like to we were sitting on the third base side. So they were standing by the railing doing what kids do, wanting to catch foul balls, um, trying to talk to the players, right? Yeah. Um, and he had basically stood at the railing literally the whole game, and it was never a problem, right? Well, then when the second game started, which was a little, a little after 6 in the evening, obviously a lot more people are coming in because everybody's getting ready for the fireworks. While we were sitting in one, section 104, next to 104, they have like that private group um, area with right. the tables. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, some people were sitting down there, and a, my nephew again was still standing by the railing, um, watching the game. And I see this girl come up to him and like tap him on the shoulder, and she's telling him that sh- that he is blocking her view and that he needs to move. Right. So he scoots over. Um. Well, then she gets pissed and goes and tells one of the Hodgetown employees that's up at the top. And I noticed that, so I told him, hey, you know, just go ahead and come and sit over here, you know. Because um, <clears throat> I didn't want to, I didn't want there to be any issues, right? Um, well, then after he came and sat down with me, uh, like three other kids. And and my nephew is is he's he's dark skinned he's black and he's also Mexican. Um, 
these three kids that went went to the railing were white and nobody said anything to those kids when they went to go stand by the railing she didn't she had a problem only when my nephew was standing by the railing and then the employee the sod poodles employee never said anything to those kids either mm. and so i was like you know what go back up there so those kids can be up there so can you yep yeah right yep, absolutely <laughs> so um everyone listening to this is like yeah everything's everything's tracking everything's sounding right? perfectly right so then um those those kids ended up leaving and so then the employee goes back over there and she tells my nephew that he can't be up there and then oh she God. she uh, comes to me and says he can't be up there because he's blocking everybody's view. And I said I said who's everybody? I said the girl that complained about him isn't even sitting there anymore. I said and when she was, she wasn't even watching the game. She was on her phone the entire time. Okay, and I was like and I was like, "You know what? I don't want to cause any problems whatever." So I told my nephew, hey, come on, come sit down again. So he comes back and he sits down. Um, Then again, another little white kid does the same thing, goes up to the railings and is standing there watching the game. And this time she does go and tell that kid something. But this is what she tells that kid. She, She straight out, straight up, flat out told my nephew, you can't be up here at all. Well, then she tells the little white kid, Oh, you can be up here. Just make sure that you squat down so you're not blocking people's view. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I told I told my nephew again, go back up there. Just make sure that you're squatting <laughs> down like yep. everybody else. And I was hoping, hoping that she would come back and say something to them, but she didn't. And I'm glad she didn't because I we, we would have definitely would have had problems. And, again, like I said, I don't want to call nobody racist, but – there there is still racial bias and and i think that that's what i saw um that night i don't um, know if that's I, racial bias but just overt racism at that point yeah i mean like that's just targeting i'm trying the, to give people the benefit of yeah, the doubt no, i guess i don't know i think I, I see racial bias is just like mildly accidental with a little bit of you just weren't thinking your way through like no nah, that right. shit seemed like she was intentional yes mm-hmm. yeah very intentional and it's and it makes it, what makes me upset the most is that my nephew's only eight, so he doesn't understand right. fully what racism really is. Right. You know, to him, it was just okay. Well, how come those kids can be there, but I can't? Right. But he's not seeing skin color. He's not seeing. Oh well, they can they can be up there because they're white, and I can't because I'm black. He's right. he doesn't see it that way. Right. Um. You know, and that and that's something hard to explain to a kid that's that age. You know, so he's eight. He he was wanting to do what all the other kids were doing, but he still had an amazing experience. He got to take he got to meet the pitchers, the sod poodle pitchers. He took pictures with them. They even um, <clears throat> they even asked him to go on the field and play musical chairs um, with the mascot. So he got to go on the nice. field. He caught like four or five foul balls. He caught a t shirt. I mean, this kid had the time of his life, so... I have yet I to wasn't, catch a foul ball there. <laughs> Me either. I haven't either. <laughs> he caught four, four, four like, five in one night. Little, I, I caught, so, I caught two footballs up. in an arena game <laughs> at one of the Venom games. That doesn't count. About ten years ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> that really doesn't count. I mean, I, I caught a lot of. It's not the same the, thing, at right? At the Dilla Villa, I, I caught like yeah, quite a few. At the when Dilla I was a Villa. kid, we'd go run after them, you know, wherever they went, and especially yeah. you know at the ballpark in Arlington when I was a kid. You know, they've got the that where they did. They don't, you know, it's Globe Field now, but they had the uh, the green grass area there mm-hmm. in uh, middle right field, and when a ball fell in that area, all the kids would rush fight over that ball and i yeah i happen to be able to go out there one time but didn't get it but yeah i mean I, that sucks that you had to deal with that especially right before it, it was july 3rd right yeah yeah monday so it, night. it was monday night and it was a very special night they had fireworks and, and a double header and largest uh, largest crowd right. of all time for for the stadium uh, oh, it was really? over, over 7,500 people that's that's incredible wow. yeah I think but I'm the, glad he had a really good cool. time despite mm. that. Yeah. And the fireworks were great. My daughter and I drove yeah. over there and I was messaging you, you know, asking when the when the game was gonna end, how what inning it was, and we found a great spot to park. And we just sat there, pulled out some lawn chairs and enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, really impressive. Um and uh, right before they started playing the fireworks there was a band that that played like a few songs and then it got started and it was it was really nice it was um it was a lot better than their christmas fireworks show that they put on that's for sure yeah because i went to that one too is it the same company that does it like is it just a surely they they subcontract out and have somebody that come in and does that i'm not sure how they do it I'm, I'm i'm i honestly don't know because i want to i want to take that part and kind of segue into the next thing which is why the fuck does it? God damn it! I know my phone. Why doesn't Amarillo have a Fourth of July fireworks show anymore? Like two hundred thousand people. The Canyon. Key, exactly. There were thirty-three thousand people that commuted to Canyon for that parade, and I went with my daughter because she was in it, or else I wouldn't have gone. We went. We go every single year, and it's a blast. We sit in the exact same spot. Right. It did you not see me so walking? Much I, I walked with her uh, float. No, I did not down. see. Which is a shame. I w- what what, a shame. When, when when was it? Was it before or after? We like, were near the the front of the start of the parade. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. I no, saw yeah. a few people I knew. Yeah. There's a there's always a lot. I I followed my youngest because she kind of just you know follows her own whatever the hell she wants to call it and just wants to walk around. So we walked around like two or four blocks uh, before the thing started. Why do you think Amarillo doesn't have something to that nature as far as like a big festival, fireworks at the end? Because there's nobody that does it. There's no money in it. I feel like the only thing that Amarillo does as a city is we maintain as cheap as we possibly can. I agree. And unless there's a way for somebody somehow to make money, a lot of money... There is no incentive to do it. They just won't do it. And I don't know why. I mean, I I remember when it was at Thompson Park, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I remember going out to uh, Tascosa Country Club when they had some that was out there. I remember John Stiff's, and it was fantastic. I don't know why we quit that. I feel like we quit it because it was a money issue, or maybe it was a drought issue. Yeah, it's- I think it was a little bit of a combination of both. Or, yeah. or just really maybe, shitty management. Maybe the competition with Hodgetown too, them having their own. and yeah, No, it's been know. gone since before Hodgetown. Yeah, probably a couple years. I feel like then. the last time I remember doing it was maybe 2011 or 12. I want to say the last time they did one was 2014 because I was looking at my memories 
and I had posted something. My memory is on Facebook. I had posted something on July 4th of 2015 about there being a laser show. Mm-hmm. I do remember a laser show once. They yes. had a laser, laser yeah. show instead of a fireworks show yeah. because of how dry we were. And so I want to say 2014 is probably like the last time they, they did a big fireworks show. Did you comment about whether or not it sucked? Probably. I don't remember what I put on there. I just remember seeing the memory on there. Well, I do remember some festivities going on around the downtown area during 4th of July recently within the past five years, but they did away with it. I just, I don't know. It sucks when they, you know, when they used to block off Polk and have the block parties and stuff downtown. I always thought that was fun. And I think that's what Hodgetown was trying to do because they did have a little block party uh, that started at 2 um, and that was a little underwhelming. Yeah, I heard when it was I, small. When I pulled up, I, I literally thought that they were going to have all of 8th Street blocked off, but they didn't. They just had 8th Street that's right there by the stadium, that one block Okay, blocked like off. Like half a block. They had, <laughs> the, this, yeah, the same band that played before the fireworks show was playing at the block party, and then they had, like, maybe four food trucks that were out, and... um they had like some beer beer concession stands they were doing like two dollar beers um but i wanted to eat before the game and I, I don't like walking and eating at the same time so i ended up just going across the street to mihinta and and ate there now i've never heard of that give <clears throat> us some some background on on what that is uh so they started well there's still a food truck they're a food truck basically called uh mihinta they do um latin foods okay basically nice. Um, they actually used to, used to share the, uh, exchange food truck park with my nephews. And that's when I was first introduced to them. Um, but then they moved and got a permanent spot on the corner of 9th and Buchanan. Uh, well, it's really, it's in between 8th and 9th in Buchanan, like where that CrossFit gym is at. They're like yeah. right next door to that gym. Okay. And so their like food truck. Like the XL Energy Yeah, their, their food truck is outside, but they have like an indoor seating area. I think it used to be like an old garage, and they turned it into an indoor seating dining nice. area pretty much. So Check it out. It's, it was nice to sit in air conditioning and be able to eat and then go to the game. So. Right. I, I too don't like eating and walking, but I'll I'll raise that. I also don't like drinking and walking. I can drink and walk. I just don't like to I can. Eat I just I don't yeah. I don't like it's not a fun motion so for me. Going going to <laughs> Vegas and walking down the strip and drinking, you wouldn't do that. No, no, that's different. In Vegas <laughs> in Vegas you do whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what? I had the most fun in Vegas when we first got there and we walked down up and down the strip drinking. That was the most fun I had. I, then I you had Vegas. a horrible trip. I hate Vegas. That is the most overrated vacation place in the U.S. Clearly, you've never been to Branson. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a family city. Yeah, that's a family city. No, no, sh- no shot at Branson. That just that was the first place that came to mind. I was trying to think of a place with Mormons, but I bet like uh, Utah, I bet all Salt of Utah is beautiful. Yeah. I bet I bet all. Of, I can't say a shitty thing about a single Mormon I've met. Provo, either. Utah. Mm. Provo, Utah. I haven't heard that since Fletch. BYU. Isn't that's where they? Provost. That's where they're at, right? BYU. Pretty sure. New Big 12 member. Anyway. I don't know. So, back to the 4th of July. New Big 12 member, but cannot quite get their measurements right on where to put that new Big 12 logo, huh? Yeah, I saw that. Did y'all see that? Yeah. It's a shame. 
It's a shame. It's it's difficult counting. It is. But why can't we have a, a huge outing and, and gathering like Canyon can for Fourth of July? I don't know. The the square is always fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But we we go to um, every night or every Thursday. Uh, I think it's just in June in Canyon. They've got you know live music and stuff. And then we do the one Tuesday nights at AC here in town. That's a good one. And you know I've I've been once and I'd like to go more. And they do one at Sam Houston Park. Yeah, we don't go to Sam Houston often. At the gazebo. We do uh, like today on every single Wednesday they have high noon on the square. Yeah. We do that. Take the girls out and the dog out for a picnic. I guess the um, the Canyon Parade and the the festivities they have at the square on 4th of July has just grown into its own thing where everyone flocks to it. And there's really nothing else that's more interesting than that. Yeah. On 4th of July. That's interesting to hear 30,000 people. I feel like there should have been more than that. Because how many how many people what's are at Living Canyon? We're at like 250,000 Amarillo is, right? I yeah. would say their population's like somewhere between 30 and 40. Probably. I could have sworn it was at like 20 at one point though. They're always year. so much bougier than Amarillo too, so there's it's, that. James likes to refer to Canyon and I agree with him from time to time as Eagleton. Eagleton. To yep. our Pawnee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The city on the hill. For those of you who watch Parks and Rec, you know that reference. So, and I find it quite funny because I it's hear accurate. I hear a lot of people just it's it's interesting not living in Amarillo, but being surrounded by people that have grown up here and never left. Just how they feel about the two different towns sometimes, and usually after a bit of alcohol, different vibes. And Canyon's becoming more and more like crafty, and you know, I get it is a little college town. I'll give them that. But there are a lot of bougie people that want to live there, and people even in our own profession take their kids out there for education purposes. So, and it's interesting. I guess it's just everything's better there. And it's interesting to see then how parts of Amarillo belong to Canyon School District. I hate that. It's so yeah, weird. It is weird. It's very interesting, though. It's it, it it's Amarillo and Canyon. It's an interesting dynamic. It is. I, I would say, though, I, I'm surprised that more of Amarillo hasn't grown toward Canyon. I was talking about it earlier, the new Kids, Inc. complex or whatever it is that they've got out there that they're building with all the courts and all the fields. Have, they, have they approved that? And have they actually broke ground? <clears throat> oh, yeah. The, the, the ground is donated. Like, I'm pretty, right, sure, it's, I'm pretty sure it's happening. But that's going to bring up a shit ton of hotels out there, which means over the next 10, 15 years, we're going to have to have a ton more food out there and then there's going to have to be some leisure things for people to do it might we might in the next 20 years really start see a lot of south south amarillo past hollywood be developed out to mccormick yeah i mean it's growing southwest so you mean it's not growing just directly south like everyone thought it would right well well south down i-27 not just south everywhere and yeah southwest is but that's what i'm i think that new kids inc thing will start bringing more things closer to i closer to i-27 yeah. yeah as opposed to going further out yeah as opposed to going west. further west of sauncy yeah what do you guys think i i think it's gonna be good for the city because our, our youth leagues don't have places to go play tournaments they've got to go to albuquerque uh, Dallas, Oklahoma City for softball, for baseball. And they go all it, the time. It, yeah, and that's where they, the travel circuit is through. So if we do get a facility like that, we'll have more travel teams come through. It'll stimulate the economy, more jobs, more money. I think it, it'll be good for everybody. And Kids Inc. have some of the worst facilities. They use you know the, the public parks and 
Yeah. They do use the turf fields now for football, which is good, but it's long overdue. So then, Amarillo just sucks. That's why. <laughs> that's why people leave here. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because There's we have two interstates going through our city. Yeah. We should not be this behind. There's nothing as to far do as here. development. Right. Nothing to do here. Period. I mean, especially for your kids. Well, and that's why I think that I'm hoping this new Kids Inc. stuff will will help that because we should be a hub for should be for things like that. So let's say let's you know fast forward this ten years, Kids Inc. things built. You know we've got a lot of incoming teams that come in. We've got a lot more hotels, so we have a lot more restaurants coming in. What is a restaurant you would like to see in Amarillo that generally doesn't show up in places like Amarillo, oh, like man. a Papa Do's? Papa Do's. That's a that's interesting. I don't want any more restaurants. I'm happy yeah. with the restaurants we have. I want a freaking HEB. That's there what you I go. want. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting a Bucky's. We are I want, Bucky's, I want yeah. an HEB. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you think we'd ever get one with United, with United all the way up here? here? I, I think United's United's growing. pushed that out like a lot. Like they're pushing other, you know, competitors away. Yeah. Because they they have their roots here, and I don't mm. think we'll get an HEB. No. Probably not. Maybe Canyon will though. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That would make a lot of sense. That would. I mean, yeah, Lubbock would. has one. So true. Right. And why wouldn't they? Lubbock, why wouldn't they grow? Lubbock has so much better stuff than we do. It's just it's because it's a co- huge college town. There's multiple colleges. Yeah. I mean, we have. Don't we have? Doesn't WT? I'm sure have classes that are held in in Lubbock because Lubbock has schools here in Amarillo and yeah. Canyon. Well, I don't know about Canyon, but. In yeah. Amarillo. Yeah, I mean, that city is, is huge for, like, a college town. And they're, you know, Wayland's not too far away either in Plainview. Yeah. So you've got a lot of universities down there. And Lubbock's really growing and continuing to get bigger. Yeah. But, yeah, with uh, a restaurant I would like to see, maybe some different fast food change, mix it up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, we had, what was it that was down the street from you? Oh, uh, Carl's Jr.? That was here for six months. Yeah, that didn't last. And then last. closed down. I mean, I'd be happy if Long John Silver, if we got Long John Silver's back. That would be <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what happened with that, but yeah. Dude, I especially, always saw somebody at Long John Silver's, especially Catholics in Lent. I used to go there for lunch all the time in high school. Yeah. All same, the time. Same. Yeah. It was, I never was went good. there for lunch in high school. It really wasn't bad. What about in and out I was never Overrated. impressed with in and out Yeah, I'll agree. Or I, Jack in the Box. Same with Jack in the Box. I was never. That's why I wouldn't be excited. I about would. A f- I would rather have food. a Jack in the Box than an In and Out. I would really, if I were to choose one fast food place for us to get, I would want a Shake Shack. Oh yeah, for sure. I've I've had I've eaten at a couple of those. Yeah, they're pretty good. Shake Shack. White Castle, baby. Well, I would, I'd like to have a White Castle. <laughs> Shake Shack was okay, but it- <laughs> diarrhea. White Castle. Have you ever ate it like a real one before? Yeah. I haven't. What do you mean a real one? What's the difference between a real one? and He means just the, a the shit you one? buy in Walmart. Yeah, because they they sell like White Castle sliders at, at your local supermarkets and stuff. It, I oh, mean, it was a good burger, but it I, tasted like I've never ate at an actual White Castle restaurant. Oh yeah, I it tasted have. like Wendy's yeah, to me. I ate at one in New York, and there's a ton of them in Kentucky. So actually, I, I tell my brother um, every time he picks me up from the airport, I tell him. You better have a bush light and some White Castle waiting for me, and he always does. So hey, that's a good combo. <laughs> yeah. Or what about a fat burger? Never had that. I've never had fat burger. I don't even think I've, I've had. Like it, maybe I've, had I've it heard of it. That's like a West Coast thing, isn't it? Yeah, I've had it in Vegas, and it's super 
freaking delicious. Yeah. Huge burgers, oversized. You get your money's worth for sure. I'm surprised I, I see a lot of people that still frequent Five Guys. Because Five Guys oh, was man. good, but it wasn't, it was never really good. all that. It's good, but it's fucking like $30 for one meal. You get fries, you get a burger, you get a drink. It's like going out to a, a nice restaurant. Yeah. The price is outrageous. You add like more toppings, and it's even. More. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Five Guys. And did y'all ever it's have okay. Arnold's? Arnold's when they were here. Yeah, I yeah. loved Arnold's. Arnold's was one of the best burgers I've ever had. Easily one of the best burgers I've ever had. Yeah. My my go to is probably either Golden Light or Coyote Bluff. Oh yeah, for burgers, like, yeah, yeah, those two. I'd rather Golden I'd rather good. I'd rather do a local place than do any of these fast food. Oh places yeah, isn't isn't absolutely Golden Light the oldest restaurant in Amarillo? It's coined yeah, as the so, oldest, yeah. and they they kind of wear that badge of honor. There may be a couple more. I've heard you know Cattleman's has been around for mm-hmm. a long time too. That's yeah. another place I've never. I drive by it because it's down the street from where Kaylin's parents live, mm-hmm. uh, but I've never eaten there. Always wanted to. We went there one night, like when I was like in high school, like to drink. And hang out. Yeah. It's just a bunch of old eat. people, <laughs> cowboy hats everywhere. No, nah, we didn't eat. We just wanted to go drink. And were you able to? Yeah, Cattleman. Shout out to Cattleman. Cattleman's and uh, Golden Light, they've they've been they're one of the few restaurants in Amarillo that are still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they haven't changed, you know, it's still the same name, still the same location. Right. And Golden know. Light opened a second location. Over here, in that shopping center off of uh, Hillside yeah. and West, it's just a food truck, though, right? And no. they have like some Not beer. Sure. I thought it was just a food truck, essentially, and a, and a patio for. There's for food two. To be there's eaten. two brick and mortar restaurants, and they have a food truck too. I'm pretty sure that they. Break I thought out. the new one though, that's over by nah, I-27 was was more like that. That's a, cool. Yeah, it's a sit down restaurant. I always like Young Bloods. It's not as old or anything like that, but it's always been consistent. pretty consistent. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Ye old pancake is always hard to beat. I feel like that's the best place to go to for breakfast in town. Yeah, their yeah. breakfast bagel is place is, is really good too. Homemade, way better than what you go to and find at Jimmy's Egg or IHOP or Denny's or any of those places. I like Jimmy Egg. If I had to choose between IHOP, Denny, and Jimmy's Egg, Jimmy Egg Jimmy's or whatever, I choose eggs. Jimmy's <laughs> Eggs or Jimmy's Eggs. How you say it? Yeah, Jimmy's I mean the service is cleaner. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. You know, there's not some crackhead <laughs> cooking your fucking food. But it is okay. You you forgot Waffle House. Hey, they don't fight. Hey, no, wa- no. I I will never. I will never again. There is nothing better. There is nothing better than going to a Waffle House at two or three in the morning with a bunch of friends after a long night of having fun. Like that is the best. Because you're not done having fun. Yeah. You, got, you see yeah. so many creatures <laughs> yeah. in there and lot lizards <laughs> and people that are just intoxicated or on drugs. And then and they all know each other yes. somehow. And someone's related that they find. The cooks are fun. They <laughs> the interact fun. with you. You can see them cook. Like they, have, they sit there and tell you dirty jokes and stories. And maybe even they get in a fight with each other. And that's always yeah. fun. Yeah. Or, you know, people get in a fight with the cooks. That, that's true. We've seen the videos, right? <laughs> Throwing chairs at motherfuckers. <laughs> Waffle House is a different. It it is like, it's, like Go- it's like Gotham City. I don't know. 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> that, yeah. a fucking restaurant. It's just, like anytime we've been out and, and just staying out late, when someone mentions Waffle House, 
I get excited. You just get a boner, don't you? I get excited. You get so hard. Get the Grand Slam <laughs> breakfast. I'm ready to go. Maybe stick a little Tabasco sauce in my pocket when I leave. <laughs> you never know. Right. Just for later. Yeah. Just you know, for later. when you come back yeah. to Waffle House. That's right. I think I still have a mug from there, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Did you ever do... I never... I never got behind the taking the Whataburger signs. I know a lot of people that took the, the, oh, the order the numbers signs, and all that stuff. Yeah. I never. No. I never those. got behind that. I mean, ashtrays from, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I don't know why we did it. We did it, though. I got a cool one right here. It's old camel. <laughs> but yeah. Is that like an ashtray or it is. is it? It's like a. It's a billiards table and it's got the little pockets. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool. It's fancy. Oh, I thought for a second there it was the like you you turn it and it's like a little optical illusion oh, no. type that, thing. And this bad boy, man, what year do you think this is from? It's probably eighties. Eighties, no, probably eighties. Yeah, because that that camel is 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 a late eighties model camel, right? I think so. He didn't start becoming a, because, a oh, humanoid camel until they like banned cigarette advertisement and what the late 90s yeah which is so weird early 2000s it was it's so weird to think that you can't see it anymore no and now every, just ever now just everyone vapes you know i don't see many <laughs> now they people, deliver it to you i don't see many people smoking <laughs> cigarettes anymore no it's mainly the older population that's breaking yeah. out the cigs the, or, and the people that can afford it but yeah vapes are everywhere i mean they're, they're with yeah. our, our youth Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to go down that rabbit Everybody. hole, but I want to go back to hot dogs, kind of. Uh, no, <laughs> Fourth no, no, of July. no. Fourth of July, because I, w- I want to see from y'all, hear from y'all, what is, it didn't necessarily have to be what was your go-to this year, but what is a good go-to Fourth of July food? Oh, man. I don't want to pick the hot dog. That's just too no, cliche no. and we had burgers. ordinary. We had burger, and it was basic. To me, basic burgers and hot fudge sundaes and baked beans and potatoes and. I'd go with ribs. Oh yes, ribs, my go-to. That's what we had. We had ribs. Ribs are good. Potato ribs are salad? hard to beat. What's, what's uh, nice? we had potato salad. I made I made a pot of beans. Um. What else did we have? My sister usually makes like this corn salad that's really good. Um, yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Barbecue, all types of barbecue on Fourth of July, like that's a main staple. That's like yeah. the go-to right there. Yeah, you got that's have Americana to its finest, yeah. right? I mean, steaks, brisket, ribs, wings, everything. Americana. What about you? Um. Yeah, I mean anything that you can grill out. I, I I would have to say it has to be red or pig. I feel like chicken, not so much. I feel like turkey, definitely not. If it's barbecue chicken, yeah. No, I still think no. I I, I disagree with wings. I disagree with I the wings. I feel like it needs to be something beef related. I feel like you throw the chickens out and you eat like men. Okay. Well, I mean, you can get beef ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm good with that. Did I say no ribs? Yeah. I thought I said you, chicken. Pork. You made it sound like like no ribs at all. <laughs> oh, no, no chicken. Like no chicken, no turkey, like 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 from a cow or a pig. No poultry. 
Right, no poultry. Thank you. That's a much you better go. way of saying it. There you go. And no fucking fish. Oh, fish. no. That's just that's the California stuff. Episcopalians or pescatarians what if, what or whoever if, it is, they can they can just wait. What if they what if what about like a fish fry? What if what if you do like a fish All right. fry? So there is there is there that, would that be acceptable? There is, a, is. Yeah, acceptable. <laughs> a fish fry or yeah, or uh, I would, I crab would, oil. I would agree that's acceptable. Fish fry is fine. Because it's still community related. There's just no one gets around and be like, "Hey, let's let's cook this bird and get together and do shit." That's that doesn't really seem that well. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bull, that's not where we get together. We don't get together for the fucking bird. The pillaging. Plus, most we people, get together for the pillaging. We get together for the memories of the pillaging. Yes. No. Nobody I know is like their go-to anymore is just straight turkey. We talked about this I'll, on the I, podcast. I think I was the only I'll, one. I love Y'all turkey during Thanksgiving, but other than that, I really never eat it or consume it in any type of way. I might eat like some uh, deli turkey for like a sandwich, but yeah, other than right. Thanksgiving, I don't ever eat turkey. Just like traditional turkey, you know. I mean, maybe a turkey leg during the fair or something, go. but yeah. other than that, I. I remember when turkey the turkey person. fair, the turkey leg is at the fair were eight dollars. Eight dollars, seven. Do- I think seven. I think the seven seven dollars is the earliest I or the cheapest I remember turkey legs at the fair. <laughs> the fair. Yeah, that's another rabbit hole. Yeah, no. We're we we keep we keep approaching <laughs> these rabbit holes, but we're gonna get the fuck away. All right. Next favorite Fourth of July thing is your drink. We got okay. the food established. What what are you drinking? And not don't go basic. Specifics. Like a like for me, if I'm not having a Michelada, it's a shandy. Well, for me, it's it's a, just an ice cold beer, but. That's basic, that right? Is basic. Well, no, like, what kind of beer would you want to drink? Um, Coors Original. Ugh. Yeah, I, I'm a Coors okay. Original guy. Are you though? I love it. Why? This is a choice. That's just my when I when I want to get fancy and you know live it up a little bit. I'll get a twelve pack of Coors Original. No one else will touch it, so it's all mine. That's a really good point. It gets me drunk pretty fast. It's good stuff. Gets me going. So it's just yeah, it's all the mindset that you've it's got just, going on. I'm good. Ever with since that. I was younger. That makes me sound terrible. Ever since I was younger, involving drinking. Oh, I remember like Mitchell. <laughs> I remember six getting six packs of Michelob Light in the bottles because they were five dollars or like six ninety nine or five ninety nine something like that, and driving around with those. So I could say I was drinking Michelob Light before it got ultra. I don't know, man. Like maybe a whiskey and Coke or or just a cold beer for me. What about you? This is what I drank the entire Fourth of July. Land, Land Shark Lager, baby. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Nice and crisp, especially when it's cold. How long have you been a drop a lime in there? Chooser of Land Shark. I've been liking Land Shark for a few years. Probably at least since maybe twenty nineteen. You know, we had our um local restaurant, Land Shark, that just got out of a lawsuit with yeah, Land Shark. They did. Over no, naming yeah. rights. <laughs> and, and, they, I've, I've and heard they lost great things they lost. about that restaurant. I so do I. I've heard nothing they, they have a, I heard in the month of June and July, they have cover bands like every weekend. So, psh, yeah, gotta get out there. I've heard it's really good burgers. Because now yeah, it's like now it's like too. that's like it's like sea burgers or something. Mm-hmm. Shark burgers. I've heard that it's basically it's an outdoor restaurant and it and it they've got like sand everywhere, so it's like you're on a beach. Yeah, when you're out there, and. Uh, I've I've got some coworkers that go very often because they live out in Lake Tanglewood and mm. it's kind of it's it's not far from from uh, that community so they go all the time and they said that it's like super cheap it's really chill 
vibes and they always have a good time when they go so yeah i need to we definitely i think should check it out one one of these nights heck yeah you know who i had a conversation with and met um on fourth of july the lead singer of the cassettes his daughter is in the same choir that my daughter's in oh yeah i got to shoot the shit with him for a while nice yeah that's cool did you tell him you could sing i told him man you're the lead man from the cassettes aren't you he said yes i am <laughs> I said, oh, dude. Suck his dick. I said, dude. We've been we've been coming to see your shows for I don't know, close to ten years. It's like, man, I you look familiar. I'm sure I've seen you there. I'm like, yeah, we we come quite a bit. You guys are one of the best bands and talent in town. So I said, I'll definitely we'll definitely come to the next show. He said, yeah, they're they're doing a lot of private uh, shows right now and events. That must be good. You know, you do yeah. a lot of public stuff for a few years just to get to the point that. You know, you can do private stuff just to, yeah, just to have fun said, with it. They said that, he said that they do that a lot in the summer. The private a stuff? A lot of private stuff. So Probably like weddings and stuff? Yeah. Parties, private parties. I wonder like how that. much they would charge for that. I don't just just to do a wedding, like to play know. play for you know, like it went through my mind when we got three married. hours for a wedding. Surely five, six hundred. Surely no ago. more than six to hundred to a thousand dollars. Yeah, I figure probably around that range. I mean, how many of them are there? Four. Four and a sound guy, maybe. Yeah. I so think, maybe five, maybe a grand. I think one of the guys does most of the setup, but yeah. Shout out to the cassettes. Yeah, you guys are awesome. We've got a lot of local shout outs today as we're going through our topics. But you know who we need to get a shout out to the most? Our buddies at Rocket Brews, Jesse and Alex. Go try their drink of the month. I saw them post one the other day. It is July. It's a new drink of the month. You know, I, I still think the, the best thing to get with them is their michelada um, with shrimp and with beef jerky. Oh, if definitely. you don't get it with the – because the shrimp, it really – it's going to surprise you because they're usually hefty little pieces. So the for the month of July, the drink of the month is our their 32-ounce pickled cornerita dosarita. It's a margarita daiquiri with pickled chamoy and a seven ounce beer. The toppings will be pickles with red chamoy and tahine. The price is $14 plus tax and includes an extra shot. Let me see a picture of this thing. Look at that. Concoction. Oh, wow. That's oh, it's lot. so green. It is. I mean, imagine Hulk's piss and that's what <laughs> you're, that's, that's the color you're looking for. Yeah. That's delicious. Especially if you're a big tahine fan, chamoy, man. That's a good drink. I, I love the Rocket Special. That's my favorite. I still think it would be great. You know what we should do, James? We should just leave our jobs and just open up a second location and just tell them we'll, we'll, we'll open up a second location south in south of town. Every Monday, they have two of their flavors on sale, Original and Tejana. You can get a 32-ounce Minchilada. For the price of a twenty ounce, that's for you, Scott. Oh, yeah, right I've only there. got I've only got one Monday left. Their mix is marinated for twenty four hours, and mm. it's paired with fresh lime and your favorite beer, or Topo Chico. I I seriously think that I've never had it with the Topo Chico. I bet that's good. No, I seriously think that they the best way to do Rocket Brews is to buy their pre made mix. Buy their pre made mix. The bad part is is that. You know, once you open it, it's really, really, really probably peak for about four to seven days. And so if you're not going to have a bunch of people over, you just got to drink a lot for a little while. 
But okay. you know, if you don't open it and you want to get it, it'll keep in your fridge for about thirty days. Man, it's perfect. It's it's great to buy a six pack and drink on that through the week. Yeah, go look at their merch. And then They've got great merch, hats, shirts, polos, keychains, all that good stuff. A lot Stickers. of Mexican candy, a lot of candy you can't find anywhere else, and oh, items yeah. you can't find anywhere else in town. All good stuff. So what do we got next? Yeah, around 4th of July time, it's summertime. One of the things that we have here in Amarillo that most people don't have is our own little amusement park. And I was seeing in the news that there was one amusement park and a roller coaster got stuck. The, the patrons of it got stuck upside down for like three hours. Uh, and it made me think back to when I was when I was teaching and we took kids there for the field trip. Right. And as we were leaving, one of the – what's that – um, not the biggest the roller coaster, not the biggest mouse one. Trap. Yeah, maybe not the mouse trap, but maybe the cyclone. The the blue and yellow. Yeah, the one when yeah. you first walk in, the main entrance, the one right there. Oh, it no, got stuck up at the top. That's the uh, mouse trap, the blue oh, and white one. The mouse trap, then yeah. I guess. Yeah, uh, but the the cab, the car, or whatever, got stuck up at the top, and they were up there for like two or three hours. So, what is your biggest amusement park fear? Man, obviously not death. You're on a rotating ride and whatever seat you're in if you're in a little cart it just flies off the ride and you just get chunked <laughs> 50 100 yards that's my biggest fear or being up high on any ride is on the, so is it on the rotating ones only like the ones where you're spinning right the ones that just go in all different directions like the, the tilt-a-whirl just getting launched off that some bitch that would be my biggest fear or being stuck upside down on a yeah. freaking ride Dude, I, I'm not a ride person. I never have been. I, I hate roller coasters. I don't like the feeling that I'm going to die. That doesn't enjoy me. That doesn't tickle my fancy. It it really just makes me scared shitless. Yeah. So I, I just can't do roller coasters. I've always been that way. You can roast me all you want, but my two feet have to be on the ground. Fair enough. Adrian? I'm kind of the same way. I'm not a ride person. Um Especially like at a fair or something where the rides got put yeah, up in like Carney. in like two days by some meth heads, you know. And it's the same bricks they've been using since 1984. Right. Yeah. So I just can't do it. But growing up, my biggest fear was to just uh, be left there, like by my parents. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting that, but spot hey, on. That's spot a huge fear. On. That's a huge fear. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'd Dude. have to like stand in the uh, you know lost kids section right. waiting for my parents. You know, that was just that separated. It's crazy because yeah, I, 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 I have a fear similar to that. When I was younger, being left alone and someone breaking in my house, I was always paranoid. Someone's going to break in my house. Someone's going to break in my house. They're going to do something to me. They're going to do something to the house. Always, when I was a kid, I was afraid of that. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I'm, I'm the same way with y'all in terms of the, the roller coasters. I don't like roller coasters, but it's the height problem. Yeah, I'm not uh, a height yeah. person. Last summer when we went to Wonderland, my daughters wanted to ride the Ferris wheel. And so that was really uncomfortable. And I'm sitting there right, and I'm telling yep. my fucking kid, I'm like, hey, I'm uncomfortable as shit right now, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, and then they wanted to ride the Skyline one. You just sit on it, and it takes you in a circle around it. That one, and I, too. I sit there, and they were like, are you okay? Like, this is, this is a six-year-old. And she's looking at me. She's like, Dad, are you okay? And I'm gripping it, and I'm, like, holding on as tight as I can. I'm like, I'm fine. I just I, I need this to be over. That one's even more terrifying than the ski lift. Because it's at, so long. At the ski resorts, because ski resort, you actually 
you have snow underneath you. Yeah. You have a little bit of cushion there. An illusion of, of safety. Like at Wonderland, you're just right above concrete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, roller coasters are the only ones that I'm really afraid of. Like, I like the Tilt-A-Whirl. I like the Himalaya. I like the fast-spinning ones. Those don't bother me. But Yeah, like my yeah, fear getting roller coasters, off of it. Did you ever do the, the UFO one at the fair? No. The one that spun oh, you around the really one you fast. You have to and, get inside and like lay against the, the yes, and you inside could like of the sit up, and it was really hard. Yeah. Y'all remember that one? Did you ever do that one, Adrian? I never did it, but I always saw. No, I don't think people so. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah, because you would always try to like get in. And you, you experience could, you the G's. Move. Yes, <laughs> you was so many G's. Yeah, so many forces of G's. But yeah, not a ride person. Never have been. Never will be. It's not in my DNA. I never had the fear of getting left though. I was always told, though, that if anyone kidnapped me, they would bring me right back. Yeah, that's true. You, you probably talked a lot as a kid, like so much to where fuck up. everyone got so annoyed with you, they just locked you in a closet. So fucking annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I was the person. I, I had the personification of the chokey in places. <laughs> 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 fucking Matilda. <laughs> Matilda. No, the chokey. Oh, man. The remake of that. No, don't do it. Have you seen it? No. Dude, okay, I saw the funniest fucking clip on that thing. I, I This is why I'm a fan of the new Matilda, and this is all I've seen from it. So this is a, a snippet together, I don't know what the hell they call it, of uh, Matilda. Montage? No. Uh, a compilation? A compilation. Of- I don't know. They take, they're take taking Dragula and putting it on a scene from oh, Matilda. I think I've seen this, yeah. It's pretty accurate, though. It goes with it. I mean that's pretty good. That, that's that's pretty good. That matches up well. I like it. I liked Matilda when I was a kid. I liked reading the book. Dude, the original Matilda is so much a classic. You can't touch it. I hate the remakes of movies, man. I, I hate them. The one that I really didn't mind was it. It wasn't too bad. I liked it. Yeah, I like the remake. I like the remake. I, I didn't like the second one. I liked the first one. It's one of the only horror remakes I've enjoyed. Yeah. Most horror remakes. I, let me take that. I liked My Bloody Valentine. That that remake was really good. But all of the the new Friday the 13th were terrible. The new Halloweens, except for Rob Zombie's first one, not the second one, were terrible. Just yeah. not as good. The Halloween Kills, the most recent yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't like was, that one. It was bad. I had to turn that one off. The first one in that trilogy was really good. But yeah, this, the two sequels that came out were not very good. No. The third one was the worst. It, they they made Michael Myers look like a bitch in that movie. So. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, those are classics, though. The originals the can't original touch them. Classics, yeah. 
So uh, we're going to end out our segment with a couple of uh, interesting questions. Maybe just one. I don't know. I can't tell the future. Uh, Adrian, start us off. All right. So um, a few days ago, Barstool asked on their Facebook page, uh, who is the greatest American character of all time? And they had eight options to choose from. Uh, they are Captain America, Dolly Parton, Benjamin Martin from The Patriot, the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Benjamin Martin being Mel Gibson's character. Uh, Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Uh, Will Smith's character Steve Miller on Independence Day. Rocky Balboa. Maverick from Top Gun or Jack Bauer uh, from the television series 24. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to kick out Dolly Parton to start. Sorry. Same here. No I don't offense. know. I don't no, even no offense, know. Why, Dolly. I don't even know why she's on there to begin uh, with. I'm also going to kick off Jack Bauer. Now, hang on here. Dolly Parton, guys. Motherfucker, America's you don't, you don't listen America's to Dolly Parton. Sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, no. Dolly Parton, while she is great, she she's not an American character. She didn't Female she's country a, music. She's she a person. Shit. She. <laughs> I don't think she's. A, I don't think she's a character. Dolly Land. You ever heard of Dolly Land? I've heard of it, but she's not a character. All those other motherfuckers. She's a real are, person. Yeah, yeah she's so a real person. So I don't. Person. I don't. Yeah, so I get she it. shouldn't even. Be. Right, well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. But then, what was his name on there? Uh, Benjamin Martin. Benjamin Martin was based on a real man called Francis Marion, a.k.a. the Swamp Fox in Charleston area, South Carolina, that did very similar things, though completely dramatized, like, that he was just loosely based off of him. So does that disqualify Benjamin Martin? Yes. I think it should not, because he's in my final four. Uh, Okay, so everyone agree we can say no to Dolly Parton. And Mel Mel Gibson was pretty badass in that fucking movie. Patriot, yeah. His that well that character, I mean he he led the fucking Revolutionary War. Heck yeah, which those Brits, which which solidified America. America. All right, so who else? What's another one that we can cross off, James? You we'll just go crossing off one until we all until we disagree on one. Okay. Why don't you just leave it there so we can all look at it? Sound familiar? This is hard. Uh, Stephen Miller. Let's get him out of there. Okay, I'll agree with that. He saved the world once, but he died before the second one started. His <laughs> impact and significance is not as vast as most of these people Wel- on this list. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. So, Adrian, your turn. What do you think? I, I agree with you. Captain Stephen Hiller can, can just kiss his ass. He is a hero, though. He's a hero. Yes. I'm going to... I would get rid of Maverick just because I don't like Tom Cruise. Fuck Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm yeah, not a Maverick yeah. um, Top Gun person either. See, I'm. I'm a big fan. I love Top Gun. I love Top Gun Maverick. But for this, he is by far nowhere near the greatest American character of all time. He's not even the top ten. He shouldn't be on this list. He's out of there. <laughs> you know who should be on this list? Bugs Bunny, and he's not really? on this list. Bugs Bunny should be. He's one of the greatest American characters. Who else took a left Elmer turn without Fudd. missed the <laughs> Elmer Fudd? All right, so back to me. Al to, Bundy. Back to me to get <laughs> Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. Um, I'm gonna. Okay, so I went into Dolly Parton. I got rid of her. I'm making it easy for everyone. I'm gonna get rid of Jack Bauer. Kick his ass out. I did like this series 24 though. It was a good series. It was a good series. I don't even know this guy, so yeah, he's out of there. Yeah. All right, James. 
excellent. You, you never watched Twenty Four on Fox? No, I've never watched Twenty Four on Fox. It was a good. It was a good series. It was um, one of the few ones that Fox did that worked. Captain America. I mean, really, just played out, man. Get out of here, Captain America. I I disagree with that. The symbolism, okay, trumps everything, but he he uh, just a character. World War Two. Get out of here. He came out during World War Two. He was around during World War Two as an existing character. That yeah, but where was sold- he in World War One and the Civil War? Come on, okay. Man. So- <laughs> He's Captain America. He's got to be a part of every war. He prior. defeated I, the Nazis. I, yeah, he defeated well. the Nazis. Do you not see that movie with Chris Evans? Um, no, I, I, I will stand. I have to no. I he took with you. the Tesseract I'm not from ready. the Nazis. But there are better characters here, and I do. Kenny agree. Powers is nowhere near his, good a character. I as love Captain Kenny Powers, America. but his symbolism, like I said, trumps everything. Yes, he he so then embodies. He needs, so then he needs to stay. freedom and liberty, but. I, I love Kenny. I love Kenny Powers. So, I just I'm tired of these freaking superheroes and shit. All right, give all me right. Kenny Powers. So James James kicks off Captain America. Okay, Adrian. So Rocky versus Kenny uh, Kenny Powers. No, and 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 Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson's still in it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I think it needs to be between Rocky. And Mel Gibson. No, Rocky is so great, man. He's he's the, he was the underdog. That's what I mean. I think it needs he, to be between was... those two and kick off Kenny Powers. No, I'm not, I can't do that those. to Kenny Powers. <laughs> Kenny! I don't know. I'm just being that a That is a, the a most dumbass. hilarious uh, character of all time. It, and I know... There's nobody more fucking American I than know someone, Kenny Powers. I know someone who <laughs> looks just like Kenny Powers and acts just like Kenny Powers. We'll talk about it later. I'm going to kick off Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. See, and I got to choose Rocky because he's an immigrant. He is? <laughs> is he? Yeah. The Italian Stallion? He's Sylvester Stallone? He, he could be Italian-American. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Exactly. You don't know if he's an immigrant or if he's an Italian-American. If he's, you don't know if he's a Because he's American. so American. <laughs> I say Rocky Balboa over Kenny Powers. Hmm. Kenny Powers, baby. <laughs> I'm going with Kenny, and I think I think in the comments. So there's 1.2 thousand people that that uh, commented, and the majority of the people that I saw all picked Kenny Kenny Powers. <laughs> yeah. Kenny now, Powers, hang on, hang on. Who, Kenny okay. Powers by this, a mile. Kenny Powers all day. Who put Kenny this Powers. poll out again? Barstool. Kenny Powers, a thousand percent. Let's uh, let's okay. Let's talk about the greatness of Kenny Powers. Why he should win this. Uh, because his outreach programs in Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stevie Janowski, yeah, because he's a no holds barred, don't give a fuck kind of guy that it's got his mullet going on. He got his mullet. <laughs> Plus, he plays baseball. I mean, what's better? Th- what's more American? Than and he that? wears the the American flag as a cape when he goes out to the pitching mound. He's flipping yep. off the fans. The fireworks <laughs> are going off. His just his confidence and his ego matches America to the T. Yeah. 100%. What what he stands for. Just having a good time, <laughs> kicking ass, and and being a polarizing figure. So <laughs> fucking hey America. What a sales pitch yeah. for Kenny Powers for the most Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> 
What about who you think Rocky is out of there? So yeah, I mean, all we had left is Kenny Powers, and that I'm I'm, I'm I completely agree with you after that sales pitch. No, but you thought that Bill, you thought Bill should be up in that Bill. tier one or whatever his name is. Mel Gibson. Oh yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I thought I thought, I thought, ben- I thought Benjamin. About? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I thought Benjamin Martin would, was, Maybe it was, that was one. good. I don't know. There's parts of, of Patriot that you can't help watch, but just be like, "Fuck yes!" Like it's just so good. Yeah, Mel Gibson's and like after his kid phenomenal is, actor. After his kid Especially is killed, and he one. goes and yeah. he kills yeah. all those motherfuckers with his axe. With his axe, yeah, yeah. It's that one dude right between the eyes. Uh, there are some good choices on there, but there are some on there that I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, yeah. Captain America. I figured, have I figured y'all would have chose Captain America. That's why I wanted, I wanted to you, shoot it down well, no so early. No shit you weren't going to choose Captain, Captain America. Captain America is not even in my top ten of superheroes. I mean, he's just so bland. What are his powers? Just being incredibly just being, strong? Just being strong he's and fast. He's really, and, really, really human. And he's got... He's like superhuman. Batman. He's got a yeah. shield. No, he's no, he's not <laughs> as smart as Batman. But he's he's more of a superhuman or superhero he was, than he was, Batman is. He was made into a yeah. superhero. Well, hey, yeah, he's not even, he's not really, By he's shield. barely superhuman. He is peak human. So he's, he's not just a hero. He's not superhuman. He's, he's peak human, human physicality. He's not even superhuman. <laughs> okay. He's kind of a bitch that way. Well, is that how you feel about Batman too? Because he's a mere mortal. Batman. Yeah, yeah Batman's. Don't a, you talk about Batman. So, who would win in a battle, <laughs> Batman or Captain America? Does Batman know that they're going to fight? Yes. Batman. He's got the gadgets. He's got if the Batman. Batman's the a better cunning tactician. ability to outsmart Captain America. Captain America has a brute force. And fighting style. Fighting style. The shield probably won't get injured very easily or hit. I was he doesn't have a Batmobile. So. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a Batmobile. Or Robin. Or daddy issues. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> so Batman's the unanimous choice here, right? Uh, versus Captain America? Yeah, yeah I'd say yeah, Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would so, say yeah. Batman. This is a good way Can to end the th- podcast because yeah. I want to end it on the thing that you hate talking about the most. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you can we think of one more? You said Bugs Bunny, like as an honorable mention. I thought Bugs Bunny would be a good one because it. I don't know Bugs. I when I think of America, I've got I think one. Of Bugs Bunny. Let's hear it. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey. So Mouse are we doing like one. animated characters now? Yeah, or, or just well, that, we were stuck with nothing. But I mean, it's characters, so there's only so many humanoid like, characters that you can. What's an iconic Americana character that pops in your mind? Ronald McDonald. This maybe just under underrated. Ronald McDonald. Like I said, Al Bundy for Married with Children. Okay. This is why I say that. Marlboro Man? This is why I say that because he was like the first, not necessarily the first, but he was the dad on TV that was like my dad. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he was the dad that I was like that, 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 that's like that was the most realist character. I felt that way I mean, about Roseanne. Yeah. They're both actually pretty similar if you think about it. Yeah. You know. Um they were that those that was a show that really portrayed a typical American family. Like right. it was as realistic as it got, you know. 
No. Family Matters. Fucking Cros- Crosby. The fucking Bill Cosby show wasn't fucking real, you know? Well, he was stepping out and drugging people, ain't, so... Ain't, 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 ain't no black families in America that are like the Cosbys. What was that George Lopez show? Really? It was like a family show. It was oh, yeah, him and his family. family show. I bet it was called the George Lopez show, too. I though. think it was, yeah. That was really yeah. cringy and corny. Yeah. Just <laughs> fell, fell flat on his face. That was like a Nickelodeon show, wasn't it? No, I feel like it was like a... George Lopez, I think, was on ABC. Yeah. Remember the Nick at Night family sitcoms? Mm-hmm. That I remember I loved Lucy and Taxi. I loved Taxi. Taxi was a lot of fun. Did y'all ever watch Taxi? All- no. No, I never watched Taxi. Y'all ever watch Taxi Nick at Night? What Nick at Night did y'all watch? We I watched Wonder Years Nick at we Night. Didn't, we didn't have cable till like 2003, so I didn't watch anything on cable. <laughs> we didn't have cable until 2003. Yeah. I didn't know HD existed. You My know, grandparents had cable. They had the, the scrambled box. We had four channels. We had Fox, ABC, CBS, and NBC. And yeah. Telemundo. <laughs> well, I used to watch South Park blurred. Yeah. <laughs> blurred. I, it, was I really, it was weird. It was really only like HBO and things like that. That The paid subscriptions like that that were really, really blurred. A lot of the other blurred ones, you could make out a good portion. Like you could make out a good 60%. Yeah, every once in a while you'd see it, you know, you'd see the image. But yeah, who did you say? <laughs> I didn't say anybody else. Who uh, did you say? I don't know. I, well, I said Mickey Mouse. What about Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan is, is, is would kinda, he be considered a character if Dolly no. Parton's not? Um, no. So it has to be a fictional character. It can't be someone that's real. That's their own person. I don't know. Okay, so what about someone that's real but is dead? For but they're example, still not a character, though. What yeah. if they're turned into a character, not the way that Dolly Parton... <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm thinking like Billy the Kid. Okay. Not like Dolly Parton, who is alive or who's been around recently that has not been turned... But Billy the Kid has been turned into a character now to be reminiscent of that era because we have nothing else. Yeah. I am Billy the Kid, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. I guess so. They Cowboy themed. Yeah. They do that to the dead quite quite a bit. <laughs> right. Quite often. Right. They try okay. to capitalize on the fact that they're dead I don't know. And their likeness. You said Bugs Bunny, I said Mickey Mouse. Like those two are iconic. Yeah. As far as Americana goes. I said Marlboro Man too. That's pretty a that's yeah, pretty that, Americana. That, that's pretty Americana too. Um I'm trying to think of more advertising too. Yeah. The, I'll go, the I'll, Michelin Man. I'll yeah. go with uh, Rip Wheeler from Yellowstone. Okay. He's pretty fucking American. Yeah. Kind of badass. What he represents, how he <laughs> behaves. He's pretty pretty fucking American right there. Yeah. Especially like the traditional sense of being an American. Yeah. Because now it's kind of skewed. There's different sectors and factors of being an American nowadays because so yeah. many people are different. The libs. It is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's too late to go down this. Yeah, it I'm is. way too sober for that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Americana. All right, let's let's wrap up this episode. Episode 117? Yeah, 117. Really? I got right. 117. We're getting close to that 120, which means they got to start nothing. churning more out. We've been in a slow crawl the past few months. We have. We have. That's okay. We're going to pick up. As Ooh. always, it's always fun talking to you guys and you guys listening in. Keep emailing us your ideas of things to talk about. 
And uh, special invitation out to our biggest fan that loves me so much. Hit us up. That's right. See you next time, guys. Peace.